0: All right, hello everyone. We're doing a double feature this week. Um, we just saw Aladdin on Monday and we both loved it. So this is going to be more of a positive episode. It's it, it might surprise you even. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, we're
1: going go on a journey together.
0: So, we are going to it's going to be amazing. Um so let's talk about the movie. Uh, first of all, okay, let me just adjust real quick. I
1: feel like you did this
0: since the beginning. I know. I I know. Okay. All right. Oh, I get this, like, I have this, like, pain in my knee. I don't know what's going on. Oh. And like, like, what what did I do? I don't do anything. I work out, like, I try and work out every week, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) so the first thing I wanted to say is that did you notice that um, the only people that didn't have accents were... The genie, Aladdin, and Jasmine. Oh, and the and the um, the handmaiden. Everyone else had an accent. Yeah. They were all, like, American.
1: They had, yeah, like, non-regional <laughs> <The Midwestern>. American. <laughs> yeah. Which I kind of, I think, actually, I didn't really notice it until you brought it up now, but I kind of like that as opposed to just giving them the generic British accent. Like, yeah, they're yeah. because they have
0: a British accent. Or, like, the really fake. Like, they're trying to sound foreign, yep, but the, it's, like, fake Arabic so Arabic obvious it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I, I actually almost prefer me not noticing the accent as opposed to me thinking, oh, there's a stupid accent. Or, <laughs> there's a British accent in Arabia, which doesn't make sense. No.
0: No. It doesn't. So,
1: but, yeah, I didn't know... I didn't really think about it until you brought it up. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, so,
0: the whole, um... What am I trying to say?
1: I don't know. I don't... I will... I do have an observation. Um, Okay. So the movie opens up, Mm -hmm. and Will Smith is on a boat with his two kids, and he's like, let me tell you a story. And I got really excited because I thought, okay, everything he's telling now is going to be a story, so I can just suspend my, um, my disbelief right at the beginning, which I really appreciate because... On occasion, if the movie is over the top enough, it gets difficult for me to believe it. And I knew this movie was going to be over the top, but since they framed it as him telling his kids a story, I was on board. I was like, let's do this. Get as wild as you want because he's telling his kids a story, so it doesn't bother me anymore that there's weird things happening. But then, the movie was so captivating, and I liked it so much that I didn't even mind, in the end, when it was revealed that it wasn't a story, it was his, he was recounting the fact that he was the genie and and Aladdin set him free, Right. and now he's a man with children, and I thought, I'm on board with this anyway, because the story was just so fun. I know, it was so good, I loved it. And my expectations for this movie were almost non-existent. I would not have gone and seen it if you hadn't asked me to go. Yeah. I would have, it would have just come and gone, and so I think that helped as well, because I was like, eh, I'll go, yeah. and it was just so fun, and so clever. It was. It was If you was had well told done. me before the movie, if you had said, Samantha, you're going to laugh out loud because of something being genuinely funny at this movie, I would say, you're joking. <laughs> yeah. But I laughed out loud when the jams part, when he was <laughs> Yeah, jams and he was just yep. going through all the jams i and uh the genie was like you need to move away from the jams like i was laughing i was laughing out loud i really liked it dude that scene he's
0: like i've never been more embarrassed in my life <laughs> it was like that was great like it just it was clever it was funny it was like and i liked that it wasn't a scene for scene remake of the I original i think it's also
1: where it went
0: yeah better it, than exactly. in the yeah right and it was just like well and and that's you know i mean you know how I felt about Beauty and the Beast. Like, I was, my expectations were like, okay, rock bottom, because I was, had high expectations for Beauty and the Beast, and I was very disappointed. But this was, it was great, because other than Will Smith, everyone was virtually unknown. I had seen Jasmine in Power Rangers, which, as I've told you, I've watched like six times, and each time I fallen asleep, so I've never (laughs) seen the ending.
1: (laughs) a great loss
0: for single lovers everywhere. And I always fall asleep around the same time
1: in the movies. I like that you keep trying, though. I mean, after one or two times, you think you'd just say, not for me, but...
0: I mean, it was probably more like three, but you know, oh, but okay. six sounds funnier. So, um, it's sadder. It sounds, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's uh, it's streaming. It's not that sad. Oh, okay. I'm not like <laughs> renting it or anything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's on Netflix or, or Yeah, whatever. also,
1: why do you start it at the beginning each time? <laughs> why don't you just start
0: know. it where he falls? Because I'm like, this is such a complicated storyline that I have to know oh, what it? happens. How- no, it's not oh, about it. Okay. It's very simple. Um. But then um, each time I think of the the guy, Dakari Montgomery or whatever, he looks just like Zac Efron, and I was like, mm, it's like a poor man Zac Efron. I don't, oh, he I don't know. In, who he was in. Um, he was in the second season of Stranger Things. He played uh, Billy, the really shitty kid. He
1: looks like Zac Efron.
0: Yeah, he does yeah, not in that oh but not in that role, but yeah, okay. he does kinda look a lot like him. Ah, yeah. I Very see. like, you know, kinda that like basic white boy like he's attractive you know, like
1: Wait, you're saying Zach Efron is a basic white boy or are you saying <laughs> this guy is a basic I'm saying white
0: boy? They're all basic white boys. <laughs> What's that mean?
1: <laughs> no, I just I'm just trying to get it straight.
0: No, it's like um It's, like, you know, there's, like, that that look in Hollywood. There's kind of, like, that basic look that all those, like, you know, like... I I get what you're saying. Like, you could comparatively say, like, someone like like a young young Leonard DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, blue-eyed, kind of blondish, you know, like, like a young Leonard DiCaprio has a lot of similarities to Zac Efron. You know what I mean? No, but... But like, I mean, like, it looks, like, they both got blue eyes, they both have, like, lighter hair, like, they're... Not Like, they're very, like, heart throbby. like, they have the basic, like, heart, like, they're good-looking. They're just, like, they're, they're, they're kind of just, I don't know, what am I saying? No,
1: I think I know what you're saying. They're the yeah. kind of guy that nobody would ever call ugly.
0: Right, but exactly. But they're not
1: necessarily uh, drop-dead gorgeous. Right. They're just, super, they're just attractive. Right, exactly. In a, of course, they're attractive sort of sense.
0: Like, in, in like, kind of, like, almost, like, a generic sense. But, like, so, which we totally just went on a tangent there. Or I did anyway, um, but um, whereas the Menemusat or whatever, his he the guy who played Aladdin was super cute. He
1: he was like, cute. He had like very a, cute, a very yeah. charming, sort of boyishness. He did, to yeah. Him.
0: Like because you were like, like when he first came on, you were like, oh my god, he's cute. It surprised <laughs> me because I
1: was expecting, I was just expecting someone a little more squeaky clean or something. Maybe I don't know how to say it. I, I don't know what I'm getting at. I just it surprised me because he seemed more charming and boyish than yeah. than what I was expecting. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. Yeah,
0: he um, I thought he was great for the role. I thought he, I thought he did thought a he good job. As well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> so I like that the genie kind of had like because um, in there's a lot of fan theories that in the cartoon. That the uh guy who was in the beginning who has the lamp and, and and like the the fry maker and everything you remember that
1: no I I was probably <laughs> oh so you haven't child seen it for a long the last time. time I saw Aladdin yeah. okay so <laughs> I saw
0: it I don't, like remember, last year, I don't so. remember how he even
1: got the lamp did he have to go in the tiger cave to get the lamp he did yeah oh, okay
0: that part was very uh, okay. spot on yeah right. he had to go in the tiger cave he wasn't allowed to touch anything and. Um, there's that whole, like, diamond in the rough thing, which in the cartoon was decided by, like, a, it was, like, a spinning gold thing that, like, revealed, like, it was, like, a, it was, like, almost like a crystal ball, kind of, but a little different, but anyway, and so this was was kind of strange that they were like oh yeah no that's that's him that's the one that's the one that's the diamond of the rough you know oh yeah you know they were like that's him well you i know. kind
1: of liked it because i see what you mean but i also kind of liked it because he had snuck into a heavily guarded palace yeah and he was able to get through all the guards without getting caught so that's why the bird was like diamond of the rough oh yeah yeah, had, yeah, you know, okay. like, yeah he was, he was superior to the other thieves that they had tried well, and I think that it's like
0: I guess I always thought that Diamond in the Rough was kind of like like someone who's more moral than others, like morally. Like I, but I guess that makes sense that he, that would be it would be not that he's more, like morally right, but he's like um, very sneaky or he's very good at stealing yeah. or something or he's think- not bogged down by greed or something. That.
1: Yeah, the implication of Diamond in the Rough is that you might not look past someone's exterior to see that they're worthwhile and genuine underneath. Right. Like their rough appearance overshadows the fact that they're worthwhile. Yeah. So his talent would get overlooked because he's just like a straight urchin basically. Right, right. I think.
0: Um, but he's also, I mean, he says in the song, he says something like, um i only steal what i have to eat or something or still i only steal what i need to like survive basically mm-hmm. and it's and you know you know obviously it's during a time where they don't have stuff like welfare and everything like that so people who are starving in the street it's kind of like well you know like maybe don't be peasants <laughs> it's not easy well that's i mean that's like what i feel like a lot of um yeah, there's a lot of, of people who, who may not, like, empathize with that kind of position, that kind of, that oh, person okay. is in that kind of position, especially if they have been surrounded by riches their whole life. They might be like, oh, well, next time don't be your peasant." like yeah. I never saw you, like, and it's, which, you know... It, if you're especially during that time, if you're born in that kind of environment, I would imagine it is extremely hard to move away from poverty. Yeah, I doubt you know?
1: that I doubt many people worked their way out of that life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's like and you know, he's an orphan, so he's maybe like I'm I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess Aladdin is like 17, 18 I think He's that's pretty, young, pretty young, pretty and he's close, a teenager, yeah. right. Um, and Jasmine, same thing. Um you know, so for someone who has literally spent his entire life on the streets and just, like, begging to survive or stealing to survive and then realizing that he's very good at, like, sleight of hand, um, why why would you ever, like, think outside of that box that you're stuck in because that's just been your whole life?
1: Yeah, it's what you, it's what you know. It's what
0: you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, getting...
1: We're getting, like, way No, I think that, <laughs> like... that, that could also go hand-in-hand hand with Diamond in the Rough, because I think if you're born under really terrible circumstances, the majority of people probably wouldn't have the vision to see beyond those, to pull themselves out of those circumstances. So the Diamond in the Rough thing is he has the ambition to possibly get out of that lifestyle. Right, you know? he does, yeah. So I think that also is why he was picked out, because he, he has, he has the skill to see himself as more than a peasant, like, impoverished, even though his current circumstances are impoverished, he is able to look beyond that and dream of bigger things.
0: I agree, yeah, and I mean, he's always... And it could be a morally, I mean, it could be an ethical thing, too, because he's always helping people out. You know, mm-hmm. like that kid, he gave right. the figs to the kid. You know, in the cartoon, he gave him he bread, but, I mean, same thing, It's food. Um, but, I don't know, I, I it did, so let's, okay, so let's talk about the Cave of Wonders and everything. I, I like what they did with that. Um it was very similar to the cartoon. Okay. Like It was, like, spot on. But, <laughs> I think I said this to you in the movie, is that when he's walking through, there's all those, like, coins scattered on the ground. He, I'm like, so he's not supposed to touch anything. But I'm pretty... He's, like, barefoot, I think. Yeah. And also, um... So he's not supposed to touch any treasure, but there's coins scattered everywhere, so it's, like, actually impossible to not touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> and also... That is the most well-lit cave in the world. Like, you it would even be a torch. Like, <laughs> even when it all closed off, it was still, like, super well-lit. Yeah. I was like, it looks like what my living room looks like at night. Yeah, where'd all the light, you know? all the light come from?
1: There wasn't yeah. even torches on the walls. It was no, just some I, natural, it was, the, it was the glinting of the treasure, I guess. I guess
0: so. I mean, you know, <laughs> but it was just. I was like, what the hell like I mean and I get it because it's, you know, suspension of disbelief. It's a lot of magic and stuff like that. Um, but so when he rubbed the lamp and then the genie came out, I was just like they really crossed the Uncanny Valley with a, Yeah, I don't know the lie, they, genie. why do they why did
1: they computer animated top half of of will smith and they could have just used will smith and painted him blue yeah it was really bad it was weird i also didn't like the cgi monkey i agree with you i mean you can train animals you can train monkeys i an over-reliance on cgi is something that's happening across the board in movies and it's just getting worse and i like it even less I do too. And I agree with you about the genie. It's and you can lazy. really tell that i abo- lazy. yeah, yeah, it is. Like it's and which yeah, is ironic
0: and, because it takes a lot of work to right. do that. <laughs> but. Right. But it's but it makes you uncomfortable. Like it like and I kept wanting him to just turn back into his like regular normal yeah. self. Because every time he'd become the genie I'd be like, Oh, I just like, oh I don't like it. I don't I like this. I don't like this. Yeah. And um with Abu, you could totally tell that he was, he was not real. A fake yet. monkey.
1: I, I mean, like in Rasha
0: too, which yeah. I can understand why they would make him CGI because it is a tiger and tigers yeah. are predators. But, right. but you know, um, like did you ever see Life of Pi? No. Okay, Life of Pi had a CGI tiger, and it was, there was only one part where I couldn't tell that it or I could tell that it was a CGI tiger. Um, and that was when the tiger's head was in his lap, and he was, like, cutting it, because they, they were both dying, basically. Oh, okay. Um, but it was the best and most, fit, like, phenomenal-looking CGI I had ever seen. It was so well done. Really? You could see the muscles rippling, rippling on the back, every single hair moving. It was, oh my god. That's actually, you'd probably like that movie. Yeah, maybe
1: think. I'll check it out. I got really... Release- the trailer showed a zebra and a sinking ship acting scared, and so I never wanted to see the movie because of the I zebra. Mean,
0: <laughs> full disclosure, like spoiler alert, and this is not a spoiler free podcast, everyone. But um, the only animal that survives is the tiger. Yeah, yeah.
1: I saw the trailer yeah. and I thought, ooh, <laughs> I don't want to see this movie because I, I don't like scared animals. I,
0: no, and no. I mean, no. I know. Maybe that sounds weird, <laughs> it's, but. No, it does. That is did,
1: you movie, did you see the movie War Horse? No. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see I had it to because leave it's on. It. It's so depressing. I had to leave. Uh, there's a scene that takes place, I think, in, like, No Man's Land. It's, like, World War I. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where the horse, like, it makes me sad just thinking about it right now. There's a scene where the horse trips over, like, barbed wire or something. And I had to, I said, I was with my mom, and I said, I'm just going to go to the bathroom because I, I didn't know.
0: I, oh, but everything was terrible. okay. I think,
1: if I remember correctly, it ended up like the horse ended up coming home and everything. I can't remember for sure because it's been a while. But I think there was a relatively happy ending, but it was really sad. It was really hard to watch. Right. Yeah. a oh, so. Serious case of PTSD. I don't. Horse I, PTSD. I don't, HPTSD. H, H-PTSD. <laughs> HPTSD. I don't like. Things that involve animals being treated cruelly. Well, they're, yeah. Or if animals not, that are scared. If animals are scared as well. I, I, like it. I get so, it. I get it, yeah. Um, in
0: Life of Pi, they're not. But um, they're not mistreated, I mean. But they are they are dying. Yeah. It's a, it's a singing chip, you know?
1: I know. And I know it's a part of life.
0: But it's, I just, yeah.
1: I, I can choose not to, you know. Yeah. I can choose the movies that I... Or no, the no that I, I I in, agree. Is what I mean, You know, yeah. So um, I mean, you know, it's it very quick
0: though. Yeah. If that makes you feel better, um, I read the book too, and I, and I actually kind of like the movie better than I like really? the book. Yeah, yeah
1: the book was like good, but it dragged
0: movie. on a lot. Whereas the movie was very very beautifully well done, and the guy who was in it who played Pi, was um, he was great. That was like his first movie ever. And he was—he did a really good job. Uh, that was, oh man, that was a good movie. Maybe
1: I'll I will keep
0: time talking time. about other movies that I really yeah. want to watch. I think I, I have know. it. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh. I really need to make like an Excel sheet of all the movies I own because I oh, yeah. just recently bought the Ninth Gate twice. So
1: <laughs> it was like the tenth gate. I don't even like. up that the eighteenth gate. Why'd you <laughs> buy it then? Because it's
0: kind of a spooky movie, it's a little oh, weird. Spooky. I, I like. I like the. I don't. I like the movie, but I don't. I'm just not a huge fan of Johnny Depp. So, um, but it is like it's about this guy who's trying to find. This like Book of Lucifer or something, and he's like obsessed with finding it, and and there's this one scene that really freaked me the fuck out when I saw it. <laughs> like really freaked me out. So of course I bought it because I love scary
1: shit. Anyway, um, I'm like murder and horror.
0: Yay! <laughs> that voice. i never heard. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I wrote more notes. Oh, now. okay. Well, let's hear your notes. Um, so my notes are um, Jafar like like was very, just you know like like really. He's just kind of there. He wasn't... I just wanted him to be so much creepier, and he wasn't, and I didn't really like that actor. I didn't think he did that good of a job.
1: Oh. I kind he of like. him. I thought you? he was okay. I
0: don't know. Richard. <laughs> Richard, and Grant is his white like Jafar.
1: He would be a good what Jafar. White Jafar. <laughs> I agree. He would be a good
0: Jafar. He would. He'd be very creepy. Because he's got, creepy. like, a snaky
1: sort of creepiness.
0: He does, Yeah. yeah. Um, also, did you notice that, I don't know if you remember, but near the end, there's like a scene where, um, Jafar turns into a snake. Not, not in the, in the new one, in the original one. Oh, no, I, I,
1: (laughs) the only thing I remember about the cartoon is Jasmine is in an hourglass at one point. Yeah, yeah, she is,
0: yeah. I was wondering if they were going to do that, and I was, like, kind of hoping that they wouldn't, because they made, there was a scene where she was, like, seducing Jafar. Yeah. She's, like, fake seducing
1: him. In the... In the cartoon. cartoon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was she yeah. wearing, like, a red outfit? Yeah. Okay, I remember Yeah, that.
0: like, yeah. My, little, my little one up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And she's like, oh, your beard's all twisted. <laughs> I love Jasmine. She's my fave. But anyway, I was like, oh, please don't make her seduce him. <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm like, what are they going to do? But anyway, they... I did notice that they did make a reference to the snake because there was, like, a... Not like a fountain, but there was something in the middle of that courtyard that had this gigantic snake around it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, and oh,
0: I thought man, that was really that. cool. Like I was like, "Yes, they made a reference to the snake."
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah,
0: it was um I mean, it was pretty, it was it was huge, but it, anyway, it was kind of cool. But so um, speaking of Jafar, there is something that I read and this was on Tumblr. It was from Good Queen Aria, Aria, sorry, Good Queen Aria, like Aria, yeah. Good
1: Queen Aria looked out on, on the feet. feast of Stephen <laughs> and the snow they round about, Dean and Crisp and even. I'm so glad you're with shine the moon, I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> oh, I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> Referencing love, actually. I, I love like that there's. when his bodyguard starts singing and Hugh Grant makes that like, <laughs> oh, like what? <laughs> sort of face. You can sing, my God! One of my favorite parts in
0: the movie. I love it. <laughs> Come down, Plumpy. <laughs> <laughs> we should Take do an episode of so Love, actually, on Chris oh, yeah, Christmas, was Christmas time. Oh yeah, Christmas yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, so. This is from GoodQueenAria.tumblr.com. Thank you very much if you're listening. You're great. <laughs> yes, um, there she is. You probably aren't, but you know I don't know your name, but I wanted to. I wanted to give her. You know, sure, I get the, it. Um, yeah. We yeah. don't
1: want to get sued
0: <laughs> by someone posting. By supposedly good Queen <laughs> Aria. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, um, what she did say was she said that the main thing that really struck me was the expansion of Jafar's character. Instead of just being greedy for the sake of being greedy, he's given a backstory similar to Aladdin's as a financially disadvantaged thief who schemed his way into a position of power. This uh, reframes him from being just the antagonist, but also Ale- uh, wait, yeah, okay, Aladdin's direct foil. That change enriches the whole story, not by rubifying Jafar. I have no idea what that means. Wubifying. Um,
1: it's a typo, and you're just, like, it as a real I don't word. I Tomorrow at work, you should say something in a meeting. like uh, totally Don't rubifying. be wubifying, guys. <laughs> I gotta Jesus. look it up. I gotta oh, look it up. You I'm should, sorry. you should. Oh, you, you should.
0: It's <laughs> um, W-O-O-B-I... F-Y-I-N-G. Anyway, not by Wubafy <laughs> Jafar, but by giving the villain more depth and motivation, while also showing the hero what he is in danger of becoming near the end. I thought that was a really interesting yeah. um, perspective and observation, because I was like, that's right, they did. They gave him a little bit more of a backstory, which doesn't necessarily make him more of an empathetic character, however, it is, um, as, yeah, as I, as she said, or I don't know, it could be he, um, as they said, it is a direct
1: foil to Aladdin. Yeah, it's useful in yeah. showing the path that Aladdin is on. Exactly. I really liked that Aladdin starts out with sort of a good moral compass and a heart of gold, but after he starts using wishes and he sort of gets what he's want what he wants, he doesn't do like a one eighty. He just sort of does a gradual slip into, you know, he starts thinking he's entitled to things and he starts saying, you know, Jeannie, maybe I'm not gonna set you free because I'm basically a prince and I need to use my wish for something to help with and so it's all just sort of a gradual sliding down, which I thought was Yeah. An interesting Part of the story. um, Yeah. it's intriguing. I mean, he,
0: I think they made him a better, like, a better, a morally better character in this than in the cartoon. Yeah. Because in the cartoon, he's like, oh, yeah, Jeannie, I decided I'm not going to set you free. And Jeannie's like, what the heck? We had, like, an agreement, you know? and And, you know, and... I don't know. I never liked that in that, because I was kind of like, that's a really shitty thing to do, to be like, hey, you're a slave, and I'm going to set you free so you can never be a slave again, but guess what? Fuck you. Now you're still my slave. I
1: guess I (laughs) don't understand why Aladdin heard, because early on, before he used any wishes, he heard the story about the genie being trapped and how nobody ever sets him free, Mm -hmm. and I thought, why wouldn't Aladdin just set him free with his first wish? And forget the rest of them. Well, except for he had to get out of the cave. But he didn't use, technically use a wish to get out of the cave. That's true. And he didn't find out about that until they were in, the, in that tent. Oh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, a woobie <laughs> is a name for any type of character who makes you feel extremely sorry for them. So we're learning something. Okay, so basically, they weren't making us feel sorry for him. Basically, the first thing you think to say when you see the woobie is, Oh, poor baby. Woobification of a character is a curious, audience-driven phenomenon, sometimes divorced from the character's canonical morality. Oh, that's interesting. That's like how
0: people feel about Loki.
1: Yes, we yeah. learned something today. We did.
0: Yeah. And yeah, because feel... girls are, like, all over Loki. They're like, oh, poor baby, and I'm like, really? <laughs>
1: like, Loki's such a piece of shit, you know? I think Loki's an interesting character, but yeah, I don't feel... I don't I feel empathy I, mean, I said, know exactly yeah. what you mean. There are women who Yeah are like, oh he's so cute like, or oh he's he's like an anti hero or people are like into Yeah.
0: yeah um, I was I'm actually, actually an so like a little sidebar, I was actually reading a I have a uh, it's a sample of a book by Ann Rule and she had worked with Ted Bundy um, in like a suicide call center.
1: He works in a supermarket.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway, um, and she said that she gets letters from women, like, all over the world who are like, oh, I love Ted, you know, I love him so much, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And that makes me think of what people are like with Loki, is that it's like, oh, we want to worship
1: you, and it's like, why? I think there's... (laughs) You know? I think there's kind of like a... A fixer-upper mentality, where some people are attracted to fixer-uppers <laughs> yeah. in human form, you know? Just stop murdering girls, babe. Like,
0: <laughs> that's all you gotta do, man. Like, don't be a psycho. <laughs> is he still a lot? Did Bundy know he was executed? That's what I thought. He was, he fought hard to not get the death penalty, but he, uh, they were like, no, you killed a bunch of women. So, bye <laughs> And he was executed by, I think, electric chair. Oh really? Yeah. Yikes. Um, but, I mean, don't kill people. (laughs) That's the, and that's the lesson to take away from today, people. Is don't murder Aladdin, and also
1: don't murder. Yes.
0: And anyway. All my conversations this, end up going back to murder somehow, because I'm just obsessed with true crime. It's fine. I'm normal. I'm not normal. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little crazy. <laughs> I thought this
1: movie was a really good role for Will Smith. Yes. i think he's had, you came back the movie. <laughs> I think he's had some drier parts of late. and um, well, I, thought, I think a
0: lot of his stuff hasn't done that well. Yeah, I think he recently.
1: I, I hope, if Will Smith ever listens to this, I don't want him to get offended, but I think mm-hmm. he maybe was chasing an Oscar for a while, and he was picking roles that he thought might get him there. Yeah. I'm not sure, but that's kind of what I surmised, and I think that this one, it kind of looked like he was having fun, and I think his real talent is is on the side of comedy. Maybe not full-fledged comedy, like it doesn't have to be the Fresh Prince fresh of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> yep. but just a little bit of goofiness and a little bit of comedy mixed in. I think he really shines, and like the movies that he did really well in in the 90s, like Independence Day, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, had, well, I don't know if Wild Wild West was a real hit, but I think, you know, like... It wasn't. It was... He, his... I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think He just, he has a spark. And if he fans that flame, I think he does really well, and this genie role was a really good role for him. I think because so, Because it was going back to that.
0: But uh, one of my favorite movies of his is, uh, I Am Legend.
1: Yeah, I like I Am Legend, but I have issues with the fake zombies. Oh, so I the chemo kites? I can't give it its full, <laughs> I can't give it its full, like a full A+, plus because I think it really dropped the ball, but I agree, I like there are aspects of the movie that I
0: really like. I'm curious as to what you think about them, but I think we should continue on with the letter. Well, they're just, like, fake. <laughs> uh, yeah, they look very CGI.
1: Oh, they're terrible. Yeah, I like, mean... I mean, if I made a, B, a B-level horror movie in the 70s, my monsters would look more realistic <laughs> than a big-budget sci-fi movie made in the Or you'd get, like, H.R. Tiger
0: or something to do your, you know, your, your monsters...
1: Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It looked better than yeah. whatever, whoever worked on the monsters and whatever, like, IT guy was sitting in a basement <laughs> creating these monsters. You know, I
0: think that's that's, that's kind of like a, a reference back to the Blue Genie, is that people are relying too much on CGI. Yeah. And they should be relying. And it's like, what I, I, I don't know if you remember when I told you that... Um, I was watching, like, some sort of documentary about people that do puppetry, and they're saying that puppetry is dying, it's a dying Mm -hmm. art, but it's a really good art, you know, I mean, it's, they have, um, you know, like, uh, what, Jurassic Park came out in 93 or something, and that is still withstands the test of time, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, because the dinosaurs are not CGI, they are animatronic and they look real. Yep, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like that's.
1: It's like why not just use makeup? That just that drove me nuts. It's the like easiest. It's, well, I mean, I'd like to think it's the easiest thing to do because you just color him blue. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know, but is it? <laughs> you I know? Because I probably still have to put those little like dots on him to like track his. So face he can and move everything. around and yeah. everything.
1: But I, I mean. Thank God they made him, like, part of his powers were becoming just looking like everybody else. Yeah. So he could just be Will Smith in costume instead of, like, fake genie, but... I mean, I think yeah. it would have, like,
0: I think it would have ruined the film for me if he had been Blue Genie the whole time, yeah. honestly. Oh, I would have, like, I would have been, like, so yeah. taken out of it, you know?
1: And I really liked, um, oh, I was really excited that Nasim Pedrad was in the movie, because I really like her on SNL. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited that she had a, a role as the handmaid. She and was so cute. <laughs> one of my favorite things um, in a romantic movie is if they have a side romance, because a lot of the time I think the side romance is almost, like, more intriguing and cute than the main romance. Yeah. And I felt this way about this one, how her and the genie had, like, this attraction, and I just thought that was really sweet. Was I really thought cute it was, too. Because. Their story is, is done on the fringes, so we only get snippets of, of their story, Yeah, and so there's a lot left to the imagination, and I like that it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of veiled, so not everything is shown to us, and I like that. It was, well, and they were both so awkward. Yes. but it was, like, really endearing. It was endearing yeah. and sweet. And then at the end, she's his wife, and she's yeah. the one who she's the mother of the kids his kids that he i love that movie so,
0: so much <laughs> it was so fun it was, it was so fun. fun it was it was a very fun movie i yeah. i yeah um and i loved jasmine i thought mm-hmm. she was fantastic the I song agree. that she did was awesome she was like this kick-ass character and i love that she became sultan at the end i did too like, i thought I, that was that incredible was so cool yeah. like I was talking to um, one of the people we work with, who I sit next to, who I'm not going to name, but you know who you are. Um, <laughs> he, knows, Yikes. he knows who he is. Yikes. <laughs> um, and he was like, he was like, I just thought that they should have made Aladdin Sultan, and I was all getting all like, excuse me, no, Jasmine was the perfect Sultan. Like, she was she all was, like, I was getting all, like, self-righteous and, like, you well, know. Well, not like, only is she
1: the perfect Sultan, but she was born into it. She
0: was, like, literally raised yeah. to do this her whole life yeah. versus this guy who's, like, been stealing his entire life. She wouldn't have
1: been a good Sultan because no. he is he's a commoner who grew up as a thief who right I don't think he would be able to handle the influx of power he couldn't handle the power the genie gave him why would no he, he didn't handle- I'm really
0: not and <laughs> and he said this so that was just like and then you know one of our other co-workers was walking up and was kind of listening to us and I'm like well he's wrong and I'm right and he started laughing but I was just like dude no and I like,
1: thought it was-
0: she was being no, Sultan. Jasmine
1: becoming Sultan was the right ending. It was, it was and perfect. it would
0: have been, especially with how they were pushing. They were. She was pushing it so much to her dad. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Was like if they hadn't made that happen, it would have been like it would have been such a disappointing ending. Yep.
1: Because and she proved herself because yeah, she um, she agreed to marry Jafar to like bring peace, and she sort of proved herself, and she called out to Hakim. Mm-hmm. the guard and oh, made I'm him so, so powerful yeah. oh, so I God. think she, she proved herself she deserved the title she was born into it I do yeah, yeah I
0: agree um that scene actually I think gave me like there was a bunch of scenes where I was like goosebumps like all mm-hmm. over and that's like that's when I know that I really like something because if you give me goosebumps that means I'm really feeling it, <laughs> it yeah. and like yeah with the Hakeem thing with the um with You know, her being like, you're a man of honor or whatever. Oh, it was so good. good. It was so good. good. And you
1: could see in the scene, her father, like, I think he probably made the decision then. We're like, okay, she could, she deserves to be sultan. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it just, oh, it was so good. And and then when she's singing her song and she's like breaking away from the (laughs) guards and like, oh my God, oh my God, I loved her so much. I loved her. Like, oh, she was awesome. She was just like. I love it. Um, You know, and I I like the way that they designed the city and everything. I thought that was really well done. Mm -hmm. I love the prince that came to visit her.
1: He was probably... (laughs) Him and his part,
0: and then the part where
1: Aladdin was, like, going off the rails, talking about all the rich things he brought that we already talked about. Yeah, yeah. Those two parts are probably, like, the two parts that surprised me the most, because I was... Really laughing, and I, I wish know. that that prince had been in it more because I loved his I did German too. accent. It was so funny. Like <laughs> there was, um, my supervisor
0: said something about how um people were getting all upset that he wasn't like he was a white guy or something, and I was like, okay, but he was he was clearly from like like the Europe. Netherlands yeah, or something, he has, yeah, like He's,
1: a German or a Dutch accent, yeah. Or something. yeah. Well, like and
0: just the way he was dressed, it was very like he was clearly from a place that was cold. Yeah. You know? And, which, like, it's funny that he's wearing all this stuff when he's in the middle of, you know, Agrabah, but, um, you know, that's, like, in the middle of the desert. (laughs) Well, kind of, but, you know, but he was, um, it made sense that he looked the way he did, that he was blonde-haired and blue-eyed because of where, like, he was evidently, like, he was clearly from, yeah, Europe, like what you said, or he was from.
1: I don't understand why people would get upset at that, like. It's, it's totally normal for somebody from a different part of the world to come try to get, to marry a sultan's daughter.
0: It's, then, I mean, it's, you know. Like, that's what
1: alliances are. Exactly. Why are people upset
0: he, Well, people, that? and that's the thing that was totally done all the time back in the day, yeah. you know, is you were trying to, it wasn't that you were marrying someone because you loved them, you were marrying them because it was convenient and because it gave you power, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he was just so funny that was, I was just he like... He was so great. He was great, yeah. yeah. He did and
1: a I, really good job.
0: I thought they did a, a, a good job with casting. I thought, you know, I mean, it, it was like... Disney was trying to really stay true to having everyone look like they were, you know, Middle Eastern descent. Yeah, and they I did a really that good job good Yeah, I thought. Um, and it's, it's like refreshing too because... You just you know, after a while, like you just you just want diversity, you want that representation, you want Mm -hmm. to um you know, it's like when I was talking to you about Broad City and how they had that whole depression thing and how I I felt like I was like, Oh my god, finally some representation. You know, it really stood out to me because I was struggling with my own um anxiety and depression and I was like, Oh my god, I'm like this is it's like so normalizing it and I'm like, Thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, and my, what I have experienced is certainly not as, um, you know, I have a very mild form of it. Um, but it was still like, it just, it just made me feel good. You know, it made me feel like there's someone else out there who, who is, is in the same boat that I am in. And so, so I really, I don't know. I just, I thought that they did such a good job with this movie and I'm sorry to Guy Ritchie about every bad thing I said about him being a director of this movie because, <laughs> I was not convinced that he was going to do it right, but I think I, he did a great job. I
1: do like Guy Ritchie's style. Weirdly enough, I can pick it out. Remember when we were in the theater a while ago and the trailer came on? This <laughs> was for like that King Arthur and movie. And I said, "This looks like a Guy Ritchie movie," and then it was like directed <laughs> by Guy Ritchie, and I felt so I felt so accomplished. You were like, "It was so." Funny
0: I remember that because you were like, "What is this Guy Ritchie?" And it was, <laughs> and it was like Guy Ritchie, yeah. and I was like, ah!
1: And I think, unlike actually, to tie it into our Batman versus Superman talk, I, Guy Ritchie has a very distinct style. But this movie kind of proves that he can wield it yes. in a way that works for the movie that it's being that's being made, instead of just like this is my style and everyone has to work around it. Right. You know? Exactly. So I think he is able to sort of manipulate it mm-hmm. so that all the pieces work together in a way that is awesome. I Instead agree. of, like, just a mess. So, I, I agree, yeah. yeah. And, you know, he
0: can he can still have his little bursts of, like, distinctive style without it being, um, like, overwhelmingly Guy Ritchie. Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause,
1: yeah cause, right. if you show me the movie and didn't tell me it was him, there might be a few telltale things, like the, the chase scene and everything. Yeah. If I was thinking about when it, I might... When fell into the water. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, this looks kind of like Guy Ritchie he did it, but... As a whole movie, I wouldn't necessarily say, oh, is this a Guy Ritchie movie? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how many times we can say Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie is, yeah. You know, (laughs) I
0: think he dated Madonna. Guy Ritchie dated Madonna. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Guy Ritchie dated her for a while. Maybe they were married. Guy Ritchie. She was Madonna Ritchie. (laughs) Madonna Ritchie. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But, (laughs) so, very, very cool. Um, he's a cool guy, you know, get it.
1: <laughs> Cause his name is Guy. Oh <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> kind of so long <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking for some reason I was like, wait, Richie doesn't mean cool. Why would you say that? <laughs> I didn't even think about his name being guy.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, oh my, my darling. Smiling. Yes. It looks like a snow globe. We have my chrome test on and it's showing all the lovely photos. See the um, lovely lakes. Yeah yeah um but anyway, so I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about that movie. Um,
1: no, I just really liked it. I oh, really liked it. Too. I mean, if you're in the mood for something fun, I would recommend it. Which... And you like Disney? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I did have read one thing that someone said that speechless. her song, Jasmine's song is gonna be the next let it go. Oh
1: wow! I don't know because I don't even remember the I melody, don't remember either, so I doubt yeah. it. But that's
0: you know but I have to wishful you thinking. Ever, ever since I read that, I've been singing "Let It Go" oh, all yeah. day. So
1: but the reason you "Let know. It Go" is so uh, so popular is because you can't. Yeah. No, you cannot. <laughs> no. I know. And it's really uh, memorable. Like it's a memorable melody, and the words are easy to remember. Whereas, did Jasmine even sing a song? Like, I don't. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, I. Well, and I keep thinking, every time I hear
0: Speechless, I think of that Lady Gaga song that's called Speechless. It's, like, from one of her first albums, but, um, so it's, and that's not even remotely close. Like, she sounds more like, <laughs> she sounds more like Amy Winehouse. <laughs> You're giving me a word lock. <laughs> um, Oh, my God. Um, I don't know what that was. What was that? It was
1: so strange.
0: Okay. <laughs> anyway. So I guess So <laughs> we've reached the end of I another think, episode. Thank I'm losing my mind. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything else to say. I, no. I just really liked it. I thought it was It was a, fun. It's, it, was it very surprised funny. me
1: a big big time surprised me. I like that it
0: was uh, like it was comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a lot of like, And it was it was like genuinely funny Yeah, moments, it was too. clever
1: comedy. Yeah. It was well written. Exactly, it was, yeah. And well-acted. Yeah, yeah. The people who were acting had good comedic timing. They so did. So all, all the parts in the machine worked yeah. together. It was uh, it was very pretty, too. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was very, pretty. very pretty. Mm-hmm. Acrobat was gorgeous.
0: Um, and there was, like, a bunch of scenes where I kept expecting to come up, and they didn't. And I liked that, though. Yeah. You know, I like, I was like, it was wasn't a scene-for-scene remake. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Beauty and the Beast was. And that's why it
1: was so bad. <laughs> it was And Cinderella so bad. was really good because it wasn't a scene-for-scene scene remake.
0: Yeah. Either. Oh, so. Cinderella was so good. Cinderella's
1: the best of the live-action. Oh, such a good one. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> but yeah, so watch Cinderella, watch Aladdin, skip yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Don't watch Beauty and the Beast. Unless you're,
0: like, a huge fan of Emma Watson, then I feel sorry for you, but whatever. It's my own, you okay. know. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk now. Am I mean? I think I'm mean. (laughs) I keep asking you this, but
1: I think I am. I think think you're
0: fine. All right. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. I think we're maybe on Stitcher. I don't know because they are giving me the run around. And we might be on iTunes. I know we're on Spotify. You can't search for us, so good luck. (laughs) I am trying to post everything that we have on Facebook. Um, You know, but stuff happens. I. Yeah, she does really
1: well with the Instagram as I'm well. I'm exhausted, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm just tired.
1: Anything you see that looks like it requires work, Lauren has done. <laughs> I am, I am so, the, yes. She's the champ of all I of am us. the
0: one, I am the producer. <laughs> yeah, I am the ultimate producer. <laughs> she's got it all going. <laughs> yeah. And she, you do a really good job with Thank it. Thank you. And I, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, thanks. I try, you know.
1: I kind of like having that control. It's just my own... You have a lot more patience than me. Like, <laughs> if I tried something and it didn't work the first time, I'd say, well, I guess we just shouldn't do this then, because...
0: <laughs> yeah, I was... No, there was definitely a lot of moments where you would have been like, I'm out of here, like, yeah. throwing your laptop across the room. You're like, I yeah. give up!" And
1: but then, you texted me at first. You were saying... Oh, my like, God. You I was like to... 20 texts in a row where I was like, I don't know if this is working. Oh, my God. And I <laughs> thought, after two tries i probably would have said i hope you don't mind that we're just recording these for ourselves because i can't figure it out so So she does a good job you do a good job thank
0: you i'm i'm trying my best to get everything on on itunes and spotify i don't know why they're not showing up i'm very confused um so i mean we're on soundcloud that's gonna be your best bet that's that's the best way to find us i think um So yeah, everyone have a good night.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.